Hello and welcome to this pain relief recording. Relaxation for pain relief. My name is Jason Newland. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Now this is aimed at people that have chronic pain and only people whose chronic pain has actually been diagnosed by a professional medical person. And I suggest that you get permission from your doctor before listening to this recording. So it's really important that you know the cause of the discomfort before pretty much doing anything to reduce the pain. You may ask why. And I'll give you, I think appendicitis is an, a, a really good example. Now, I'm never going to have appendicitis because I have my appendix out. But a lot of people haven't had their appendix out. So if, for example, someone had a, a pain in the right side of their body, or you could even have it in the left side of your body, as an example, if you mask the pain by taking painkillers or by doing some other technique to reduce that pain, to make it more comfortable, then um, it could be dangerous, you know, because you need to see a doctor and get medical help. Saying that, in a way, appendicitis is not a good example because first of all it's not chronic pain that's acute pain and it's a very i think it would be very difficult to mask that type of pain using hypnosis because and this is a personal opinion having had appendicitis when i was a kid firstly the pain is it's very extreme and it's not like chronic pain. I also have chronic pain as well. And currently arthritis I have in my back. So I know a little bit about chronic pain. Having helped people with chronic pain for a few years. There is difference between the two. Acute and chronic When it comes to chronic pain, you don't need it. It's unnecessary for you or me or for any of us. As long as we're aware that perhaps we need to be careful with that part of the body. So, for example, if somebody has... Even with acute pain, you know, once the acute pain for, of, a, of a broken leg, a broken ankle, for example. Once the person's been to the hospital, had an x-ray, been told that there's a break or a fracture, and had their ankle or their leg put into plaster or some kind of a, you know, a... a uh, a thing to keep it all together a cast 
the pain is no, no, it's no longer necessary. As long as you don't put any weight on your leg. But unfortunately, I don't think the unconscious mind trusts a person to not put weight on there. So they, it keeps the pain there because it's protecting. Because you can't keep putting weight on a broken bone because it can cause all kinds of problems long term. So it's a way to protect us. That's all pain is. It's a warning and a way to protect us. It can be a warning that something's wrong. Acute pain. Uh, acute pain also warning that there's been an injury, which could also be post, you know, post-operative pain. So if you just had your appendix out, you need to be careful with your stomach for, you know, a couple of weeks until things are kind of back to normal. But after two, three weeks, it's not necessary to have any pain. You know, that's not, it's not needed. So, you know, there's that, that fine point where acute pain turns into chronic pain. Acute pain is needed. It's necessary. Unless, of course, you're going to take notice of the reason it's there, and then it's not necessary. So, with a broken limb, once you actually take responsibility for the limb, for the part of your body, and make sure that you don't further damage it you don't need that physical discomfort it's not required chronic pain is basically when the acute pain has finished doing its job the discomfort continues but for no useful reason But then sometimes you could say, well, if you've got a weak body part because of, let's say, you've got a chronic pain condition and that part of your body is not as strong as it used to be. Maybe the joints are a bit weaker due to arthritis or whatever kind of, uh, it could all kinds of different things. Then every now and then we do need to be reminded to be careful if you've got an arthritic knee you perhaps don't need to be running perhaps I don't know what the rules are on that but you just need to be careful but providing you're careful then the discomfort's not required. And I know it's a very simplifi simplified uh, description of chronic pain and acute pain. But from a hypnosis perspective, that's kind of all we need. 
the question is, because this isn't for acute pain, this is for chronic pain, this recording. The question is, do you need those feelings that you've been experiencing in that part of your body? Is it useful? Is it helpful? Do you need to be reminded to be a bit more gentle with yourself, to maybe not push yourself physically the way that you used to? Now, if, if the answer is yes, you do need to be reminded, then you will continue to have that chronic pain, I guess. But maybe only intermittently, maybe only... Maybe it's only needed in those moments when you need reminding. Taking the knee again as an example. If you're resting, there's no reason to have anything but comfort in your knee. If you're trying to jump over a fence or overstretching the knee then maybe because it's not it may not be such a good idea for your physical well-being to be doing that potentially I mean everyone's different different scenarios but if that is potentially damaging to that body part then your mind, your brain will send that signal as a warning. That's why we have the warning signals. You know, you, you touch a hot surface, the skin sends the signal to your brain, and then the brain sends the signal back to your nervous system. And you feel that shock, you know, that ouch feeling. But the brain decides, not in a kind of way that perhaps we think, this instant. Part of it is what we, if you think about it sometimes, that we train the brain by what we do. We train our own brain. It's almost like training AI. AI does all this amazing stuff automatically, but we have to train it to do it. And then it sort of just does stuff on its own. So if you've been feeding into your brain, and not necessarily you yourself, but you know from what you've seen on television, from what you've read, from what you've experienced, from how you've uh, witnessed other people acting and what they've said, when it comes to things like chronic conditions 
physical discomfort, there may be a certain expectancy. about something that is not necessary, even. So it might not be needed. You may not need to feel the feelings that you've been feeling, it might just be because that's what your brain thinks that you need, that you require, when in fact you don't. And maybe your brain needs to be retrained to know that that part of your body that may have been experiencing a certain level of discomfort for whatever reason due to a chronic condition not an acute condition and if that situation is not required you don't need those feelings any longer this is an opportunity to let your let your brain know, your mind and your brain know that that's no longer necessary and have that, that tiny part of your brain retuned to know that almost like a, an off switch, you know, you've got the on and the off switch. with that part of your body, wherever it is, whether it's your shoulders, your back, your legs, wherever, you know, the part of your body where you would like to feel more comfort. Go to that part of your brain and you can just push the switch to off so it's no longer active because you no longer need that particular reactory sensation. It's not needed. It's not helpful. And although this might just sound like a bunch of fluff, perhaps there's something in it. Because what we believe has a huge, massive impact on what we perceive, what we experience, what we feel, how we feel, affected by our belief affected by your expectations. So when you expect to feel more relaxed in that body part from this moment onwards, 
the more you believe that that is in fact going to happen because you know first of all that the button is now switched to off it's no longer on automatic you have purposely switched it off because you've decided to take responsibility for that part of your body to ensure that you take care of it to make sure that you show love towards that part of your body and you keep it safe You could even compare sometimes a part of our body to a, a baby or a small child crying when all they want really is just a bit of attention. Just need to be held, maybe cuddled for a couple of minutes and they're happy again. by giving attention but the right kind of attention you know if a baby's crying and you want like the baby to maybe go back to sleep relaxed and calm and happy you wouldn't pick your baby up and start dancing around to really loud music That would be the opposite to your aim. So to expect that child to then lay down and fall asleep, happy and relaxed, is probably not going to happen after that. So I'm wondering if you just, if you haven't already, close your eyes. Just allow this idea hmm, just to process in your brain, in your mind. You know when you sync your phone with your tablet or your laptop and you kind of you know make everything kind of fit together maybe you can do that now with your mind and your brain your unconscious your conscious and your brain all together just come into an agreement the providing that you take care of that part of your body you don't overdo it, you don't purposely do anything to cause it harm. Knowing the limitations. That you can, from now on, experience a level of comfort. 
that maybe you haven't experienced for some time. As you realize that your mind is so powerful, so powerful, and when you truly believe something, that affects every atom in your body. changes your physical sensations, it changes how you feel, even can change how you perceive the world around you. And even more powerful when you are the one that chooses that particular belief. Instead of someone else trying to indoctrinate you or force an idea upon you. When you choose to believe something and you're the one that's chosen for your own well-being. For your own benefit. Something that's healthy. Something that's healing. Believe in something that will improve your life, your day-to-day -day living, your physical well-being, your comfort, both physically and emotionally, improves. And as everything feels so calm, your mind, your unconscious mind, your brain, all connected and calm, peaceful. Very loose. Very easy. There's almost a sense of letting go of all of those previous beliefs that were holding you back. Maybe some of those old, useless, harmful beliefs that are not even connected to what we've been talking about are just dropping away, leaving you feeling more peaceful. Perhaps relaxed in a way that you haven't felt for a while, a different type of comfort, 
very peaceful space. Very loose. And calm. Very calm. As you just focus on that feeling. Of comfort in your brain, your mind, your unconscious mind, all connected together with the one purpose of increasing your physical comfort in a way that you will now start to expect Feel that you can really enjoy letting go. Really appreciate your ability. experience these changes as they occur and the more you sit with this feeling the more you realize How powerful your mind is. How powerful your brain is. How powerful your expectations are. So very peaceful. And if you choose, when you open your eyes, you can keep these feelings of comfort and remember. Even if you forget, you'll still remember unconsciously or consciously. 
to keep increasing the comfort, to improving your mobility, to enjoy the release, feeling more positive towards the future, knowing that the changes have occurred in a way that you may not be able to understand or even explain, yet you know, deep down you know, that change is real, and you feel different, you feel more alive and you feel grateful and optimistic all at the same time. And you can also maybe wonder what other changes could be possible. Open your eyes whenever you choose. Feeling comfortable and very 